Welcome to the Rabbit Hole Club, where we're keeping it surreal and talking about all things odd, mysterious, and paranormal. This is show 004, another Kaufman Roundtable. Tonight's guests are my dad, Johnny Kaufman, my sister, Amy Massey, my other sister, Christine Blue, and our dear friend, Boo McLean. We're going to talk about the ghost of Sleepy Hollow, UFOs we've experienced together, my dad's possible abduction, and all kinds of other weird shit. This show was pre-recorded a few weeks ago when we all had a chance to sit down together at my dad's kitchen counter. It's candid, with plenty of colorful euphemisms, some raunchy humor, and adult language, so be advised. Before we dive in too deep, remember to visit my Patreon account and become a member so I can keep bringing you fun and freaky shows with colorful guests and amazing stories. Members have access to many shows before they air, some shows that aren't available to non-subscribers, and fun little goodies that'll make you go, hmm. Patreon.com forward slash The Rabbit Hole Club. You can also find me on Facebook under Colleen's Rabbit Hole and on TikTok at The Rabbit Hole Club. But to make the whole thing easier, you can find all of that stuff on my new website, therabbithole.club. If you or someone you know would like to share a scare, personal experience, or anything else odd and unusual, you can call my hotline at 816-514-5084. Leave a message there or send an email to submit at therabbithole.club. I'll be happy to do an interview, play your message on the air, or read your experience to my listeners. And now, on to the show. Let's talk about... Sleepy Hollow. I loved that place, but that was a creepy place. Except when it wasn't. Except when it wasn't. <laughs> and even then, it was still a creepy place because people were part. You know what it made me think of? What's that? Even when it was happy, it made me think of um, The Shining in the ballroom when everybody oh, was when everybody partying was, it up and, and there was really time. nobody there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so when we were growing up, there was a place in Grandview, Missouri that actually used to be the old Kansas City Swimming Club, and it had been blown up by the mob and abandoned. I didn't know it had been blown up. Yep, been blown up by the mob and abandoned. So they filled in this Olympic-sized swimming pool. It was all an outside place. And uh, they filled up the out rooms, the shower rooms, <clears throat> the changing rooms. They had a billiard room and a big garage there. Uh, there was a pond with a big island in the middle of it. And we stumbled across this place completely by accident as teenagers looking for a place to party. And uh, it was really weird because <clears throat> it was off the road by about a half a mile. So if you didn't know it was there, you had to hike to it. Yeah, Yeah, it was someplace you had to know it was there. You had to park on the road and then take a hike (coughs) down the path and through the woods to get to it. Yep. And the weird thing about this place, because we used to always try to be there just about dusk Uh and start walking back there because it was weird. There were like three different positions on your way in where the fog would get thick and then thicker, and then thickest. And then once you got into the thickest part of the fog, you were actually on the the concrete patio down by the pond in the middle of all these old crumbling structures. Yeah. 
and all kinds of ghostly activity. And you know, surprisingly, there was graffiti on the walls of like the the chain the shower rooms, the shower that, rooms. that were still there. Yeah. And, but it wasn't an extreme amount of graffiti and and vandalism. There wasn't an extreme amount no. of that there, and anybody could get there. But I oh, think it was just scared them I think away. it was scary <laughs> enough that they didn't stick around long enough to vandalize it the way they could have. Well, what's some of the things that you remember seeing and hearing out there? Well, I remember hearing people dive into the pool. Yes. That was filled in with dirt and grass and I mean it wasn't even a pool anymore, but it was still there, just filled in. Yep. I remember hearing people play <clears throat> billiards. Yep. You could hear them shooting pool. Shooting pool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You could hear people laughing, partying it up. Splashing and playing and having fun. Yep. Yeah. Then there were days when it wasn't so fun-spirited. No, it was very There were days forbidding. when it was very unfriendly and dark and unpleasant. It was an unpleasant place to be. And those and were you, the days... That, that was not when you could hear anything going on. At least I didn't hear things going on at those times. But I felt energy that was very frightening. Right. right. And made me want to leave. Which was what they... That was their intention, I'm sure. I remember times where we drove down that direction and we were getting ready to hike in there and decided it and decided that it was not friendly enough that night and we yeah. turn right around and leave okay let's talk about the night that we went down there it was you and me and chris and bobby and donald and steve mm -hmm. and we were on our way walking back out that night it was a full moon it was really bright out there mm -hmm. What happened? You know, it was an odd night that night anyway. It really wasn't all that eventful. We didn't stay very long. That's right. And when we turned around and we were leaving and we're walking down the wooded pathway, we're all just walking along and gabbing at each other. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we're like, uh, I, I looked over. I was... We were just talking, but I looked over and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is that? You almost tripped over I did. that guy. I almost tripped over somebody that was standing under one of the trees there. Yes, and he crouched down really fast in yeah, the tall grass. Yeah, he did. He squatted. When I, when I almost tripped over him, I stopped and I was like, what the fuck? And he squatted. But everybody saw him. It wasn't just me. Everybody uh, yeah. saw him. And everybody like took a step back and they were like, what the fuck is that? Yes. <laughs> he disappeared. And he disappeared. Boom. He just disappeared. Yep. That was insane. And we couldn't wait to get the hell out of that place. That was the same night. We had two cars that we were going back home in. And as we were going back home, what did we see? That was the night we saw the UFO. That was the night we saw the UFO. And we were in two different vehicles. Yes. Driving down Longview Road. Yes. We were almost home. Yes. We were almost getting ready to turn into our neighborhood. Yes. And separate vehicles, and we all saw it, and it was right above our head, and it was this biggest, brightest triangle, triangle that was lighted all the way around. It was yep. like lined with lights, this lighted 
lined yep. triangle that was huge and right over our heads. And it was so shocking and vivid that literally both of us pulled over at the same time. And that was before cell phones. It wasn't like we were communicating with each other. I right. know this is we back were, in the 80s. We were all traveling on the same road in two right. different cars, and we all saw it, and we, we all, all pulled over, over, and we all ran back up onto Longview uh-huh. Road underneath and it this hovered thing. hovered right over us, yep. and then it took off at the speed of light. Yeah, it was just gone like yeah. a flash. Yeah. Yeah. That was so bizarre. That was so bizarre. <laughs> I will always remember that because we were not stoned. We were not drunk. We were not doing any kind of any nothing. We were sober. We'd had a weird night. Yep. But it was an indisputable thing that we all experienced in two different vehicles. At the same time. At the same time. Right, right after tripping over a ghost at Sleepy Hollow. Right. Yep. Sleepy Hollow, by the way, is still identified as Sleepy Hollow on the map, which is why we called it that. We didn't know what to call it. We just found it, and it was cool, and it was a great place to go hang Damn. out. And then, yeah, that was a crazy place, wasn't it? That was fun. I enjoyed being out there a lot. I, saw, I loved that place. I did, too. I saw a lot of lights out there. Uh-huh. There were a lot of different color, different sized lights shooting around I out there. I have many fond memories of that place. Mm-hmm, me too. You know, A Chris, few spooky ones, but more fond ones. Yes, definitely. Yep. Yep. Mom and Dad used to like going out there with us too. It was a fun place. Shortly after talking to my dad and sister about Sleepy Hollow, I did another interview with my other sister about that same place. Here's that story from her perspective. So <clears throat> we did lots of crazy things that most teenagers, teenagers don't do. It's true. Together. We did some crazy things that most teenagers do do together. That's true. And we still do those things that occasionally. Is absolutely true. <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. So one of the things that we did is uh, one of the guys in our group decided that he was going to take us back to a place in Grandview called Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Do you remember Sleepy Hollow? I remember Sleepy Hollow. I remember it was hard for me to get there because I had just had eye surgery. Oh, I forgot. Yes, that's true. And I had an eye patch over my left eye. The first time you went out there? Yeah. And uh, it wasn't so much getting out there as it was getting back because it was dark. Right. Right. But yeah, I remember that quite well. Do you remember how the the fog behaved out there? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that we when we got there, there were other people there. Are we talking about the same time? Because we went out there a few times. Oh golly, the first we were out there we a lot. First time we went out there, there was people out there. Yep. And they were partying, and we were you know there were some people we might have known, but not really. You know, but they were doing their thing. And we were just like, hey, we're just here to hang out. And we went over into a little area all by ourselves. And we're just talking about the history of the place. And, and yeah, then Sleepy Hollow had a small lake in the middle of, of the property. Of the property, uh-huh. yeah. It was like a giant pond with an island in the middle of it. So the history of it was it was at one time... A country club of some sorts back in the 1920s. They called it the old Kansas City Swim Club. That's what it was. 
So it still had the concrete um, rooms, that shower rooms. The shower rooms, and they were stone and concrete. Yeah, and so that's what this one group was there. They were inside one of those, and they were just partying and having a good time. And I think we were went down to the furthest one, and we kind of hung in and out of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the, the fog came in. As it got dark, the fog came in off of the lake. But you could still see across the lake. Right. You could still see the other group that was farthest away from us partying. Um, but then it just became immersive. Right. It was completely immersive. And then you couldn't see anything. You could and just hear people. That's when things got weird. That is when it got really weird. Yep. So what do you remember as far as like the paranormal activity that used to happen out there? Well, we saw people that were not actually there. Yes. Meaning we saw them for a moment and then they were gone. Yes. We had a friend trip over one of them. Yeah. Remember that? That was Amy. Oh, that was Amy Lynn. Yeah. Mainly that was the thing is that apparitions were there. Yep. And it was hard to tell um, the first time because there were other people out there. But this is what I remember the most about the first time. When the fog came in and you couldn't see anybody and you couldn't see the lake anymore. You just knew it was there. You could hear it. Um, And you could hear them packing up and moving on. Right. And they left. You heard them go out. They got in their car and they took off. And then it was just us. And there was four or five of us. Yeah. Something like that. And... um, we were like, okay, we're going to leave. Well, as we start packing up, then we notice there is another group of people there. And they were very quiet. That's what But they were there. But Well, that's why we didn't know that we were there until we started packing up our stuff and leaving. And then just kind of out of the fog, the mist, whatever it was, we saw them. And they were standing up, kind of circular, milling around each other. And I think one of our groups said, hey, have a nice evening as we were all walking away. And a voice from that group said, okay, see you later, Colleen. Oh, yes, I remember that. He scared the shit out of me. Right. I was not ready for that. Right. And so, you know, somebody said, oh, you know them? And you were like, I don't think so. And you yelled back to them through the fog, because at this point we couldn't see them anymore, and said, do I know you? And some snotty little voice came out, and it was like, you don't know me now, but you will, bitch. Oh, I forgot about that. And we were like, oh. We're out. And the guys were like, come on, girls, let's go. <laughs> and, and we took off and we left. And that was the first time we were out there. So do you remember the night that you and me and Amy and your husband, who wasn't your husband yet at the time, mm-hmm. and his cousin and Amy's date went out there. Mm-hmm. And we were... We were leaving at the time. Mm-hmm. We were on the path out. We were up and away from the club. We were walking out. Amy's walking backwards in the path, talking to you and me or whatever she was doing. Mm-hmm. And she almost tripped over a guy that was standing right next to the path. Do you remember that? I don't think he was standing. 
he was kneeled down. Well, he crouched down or whenever. He, yeah. Yeah, when we saw him and went, oh my God, who is that? And, and then he, he crouched, crouched down, down into the grass. Right. Yes, I, I remember that. I remember seeing it. And then turning around, and he and wasn't gone. there. He just disappeared. He just disappeared before our eyes, basically. Yes, we were looking straight at him, and he was gone. It was, wow. That was the last time Amy had that guy on a date, by the way. <laughs> That was their last date. I bet. I well, bet. because we were like, then no on our way home from that, and we were split up into two vehicles, okay? And Amy and her date and your husband's cousin were in your husband's cousin's truck, mm -hmm. and you and me and your hubby were in your car. Yes. We were coming back down Longview Road. Yes. And what did we see? Lights in the sky following us down Longview Road. Yep. I mean, like... Out towards the lake. Right over our heads. I mean, right over our heads. We all saw it. We looked up. We were, like, trying to identify what is it. Right. And we pulled over. All of us pulled over right. at the same time. This was in, like, 83 or 84. Yeah. Absolutely. Pre-drone anything <laughs> absolutely and we got we all pulled over and ran back out onto Longview and it hung in the air this is what I remember right it hung in the air and it was like a triangle with lights at each corner yes. and connected with lights between them as yes. well so it was like this big triangle it was hanging right over the road I mean not very far above the tree level right and then all of a sudden it raised up and just like boom, disappeared and how big, actually, do you think it was? I don't know, because I don't know how far up it really was. Right. That's always been our problem with that. <laughs> yes. 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 But that was the last date Amy had with that yeah. guy. <laughs> he was like, you people are just too much, too much for me. Going back to the interview with my dad and sister, we talked about a crazy shadow entity that's been hanging around my dad's house. He lives around the Lake of the Ozarks, and this has been a dilemma for him going on three years. So, Dad, let's talk about your little guy in the woods here. So he's in, oh, he's at Lake Ozark. Lake of the Ozarks. Yes. Uh, lake o Ozark is city across the lake from me. Oh, so we're talking <laughs> more uh, Lori yeah. way. Uh, to talk about him, you got to go back a little more than two years ago. And I started about once a week to every two weeks. I'd wake up with at between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. with a bad case of cramps and diarrhea. Well, I got to noticing that after a few weeks of this and cutting out certain things in my diet, that it didn't help get rid of it and it was like clockwork about once every week to two weeks I'd come up with a bad case of the diarrhea and then I got to noticing that my dogs were having diarrhea at the same time I was having diarrhea and then I got to noticing that I was missing a day here and there. I'd wake up and have a message from somebody that I'd answer. They'd text me back and say, I messaged that to you yesterday. You just now getting it? So that was proof that I missed a whole day 
whole 24-hour period. And that happened several times. Several times. Uh, over the course of a year, two, a little more than a year, I probably am missing right at a week and a half to two and a half weeks of time. And it seems like every time I'd have diarrhea, I'd notice that I was missing a day of time. But the dogs weren't showing any signs of, of anything like that except having a diarrhea with me. Right, they still had food and water, water and, like, they and were extra hungry. And there was no messes out. in the house. Right. Like they needed out and I didn't get up and Take let them out. Yeah. So, and about the same time, I was out with them early one morning, just, the sun was just getting up, so it was nice and bright out. You could see everything, but it was real foggy. And back down in the woods to the northeast of me, I noticed uh, uh, something black standing there in the woods. And at first I looked at it and I thought it was a burned out tree stump until it moved. Yikes. <laughs> and I kept catching the movement out of the corner of my eye and noticed that it wasn't in the exact same spot I saw it at the first time. And didn't think too much about it. Got back inside and went back out later on that afternoon and it wasn't, that burned out tree stump wasn't there. So whatever it was disappeared. And I kept seeing this black entity uh, saw it in the tall grass back behind my place it just barely cleared the top of it so it was only about three and a half feet tall and then one day i was out in the afternoon with the dogs and noticed something black back by one of the trees back at the back of the property and uh took note of it and it was moving around and I thought is that a black cat and no oh, it's too damn big to be a black cat and not unless it's a black panther but it kind of spun around behind the tree and then I saw a black blur go about 50 yards into the woods from that tree and that's about what it is from that tree over over to the burn pile over to the woods yeah. where it was at and all I saw was a short blur, and it was gone. And then the last time I saw it, I was out late one night walking the dogs, and we were coming up on the road towards the front of the property, and there was a bunch of deer across the road grazing in the front yard across the road. And I noticed this black entity in amongst the deer and of course the deer bolted and ran off into the woods and it did too. So it wasn't something deer were scared of, but you could not discern any discernible head, arms, legs, feet, anything like that. It was just like a black stick or log, I should say, because it was about as big or probably 24 inches around. And I haven't seen it since. I haven't seen it for probably about eight months now. But it appeared about the same time that I started having the diarrhea. Now also, the, the diarrhea, I got to talking to you and Amy about it. Uh -huh. 
and I got to deduce and have I been being abducted and experimented on. And that's mm-hmm. something I'd like some outside or input on to, to see what everybody else thinks about is, was I being abducted and being experimented on? Because when we started talking about it, the missing days quit. Right, I know that. And we got the, the trail cam too and put it up outside. And the first one fried. Yeah. The last experience that you had was whenever that thing fried out. And we lost and there, everything. There, there, there's no reason for it to fry out. It was less than a year old. Yep. And it was like somebody set off an EMP. Yep. Yep. It was completely fried. So we got you a new one. And there hasn't really been any activity since then. Nope. Insane. So I would just like to know what some other people think about it. Was I being abducted? And did that black entity have anything to do with it? Because it appeared about the same time all that started and then it's gone now. Some as pretty coincidental timing, isn't yeah. it? Interesting. All right, so if you have any ideas on this or any similar experiences, you can feel welcome to shoot them over to me. Uh, the email is submit at therabbithole.club. That's submit at therabbithole.club. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Amy. I think that's just about it. Unless you guys have anything else you want to add to this. No, but I'll be excited to hear what other people have experienced. I'm, I'm kind of excited. But that diary and the missing days went over on for about a year, maybe a little more. Right. Once a week to every other week. I'd come up with a bad case of stomach cramps and diarrhea. And a missing day. And a missing day. And those missing days are easy to document because you had messages that were dated. And I get up thinking it was Thursday and it was Friday. That's insane. That's my show for this week. Special thanks to my amazing family for getting this project off the ground and indulging me down this macabre rabbit hole. Next week, I sit down with my sister Christine Blue to talk about some of the crazy stuff we've experienced together, which includes a lot of EVPs, paranormal investigations, and lots of other fun stuff. You won't want to miss this one. Thanks for listening, and keep it surreal. 